There is One by Gutman Locks. 71. Consider. The car bounced along the road toward Bathsheba. It felt like an outing or a class project. I had not traveled in a passenger car for almost a year, and memories were flooding in. Car trips were always comfortably exciting, protected from the elements while zooming through new terrain. The train here was dry, desert dry, yet settlement after settlement popped up, sporting full green gardens, groves, even tiny lawns. Israel is Israel, a good feeling. There were four of us in the car, each pursuing a dream. We were going to have our prayers answered, the most wonderful, the most personal, the most pressing. Each of us was searching our minds. Did we leave anything off our list? Should there be a list at all? Wouldn't a single request be more favorably and more swiftly answered than an entire list of quibbles? Would I ask an earthly king just for my life and be thankful? Or once I have my foot in the door, should I spill out all of my desires? The car pushed me first against the door and then back against Shmuel, my friend from the yeshiva. We smiled, feeling it a little too early to congratulate ourselves on our answered prayers yet not wanting to show skepticism, lest it would affect the outcome of our journey. We each had an empty bottle to be filled with water when we arrived. It didn't make sense, but these things never do. Forty years, Baruch broke the silence. He was in the wilderness for forty years, just like the Jews after leaving Egypt. I didn't feel like answering, preferring to stay in my mind, organizing my priorities, but Baruch was our host. It was his car, and I didn't want to offend him. He never came into the city, I chimed in, Schmuel's turn. His father was even greater. That was true, but it also dampened slightly what we had. Schmuel recouped. The day he walked into the village, it was like a holiday. Everyone thought the Messiah had come. The entire village stopped working and gathered around. I heard it said, Baruch's wife was talking, his blessings never go unanswered. With that, silence could return. We went over our list again, and for the fourth time made sure that we had brought our bottles. The car squeaked to a stop. The building was smaller than I had imagined, but the crowd was not. We quickly filled our bottles with tap water and took our places in what looked like a crowded waiting room at a Mideastern airport or a medical clinic. We waited and waited and waited. Then at last, what pretended to be a line began to move. Then it moved swiftly. I entered the room where Baba Sali was lying down. His entire body was covered with a white sheet. He was over 90 years old, and apparently he really got up from bed. An aide took my bottle of water and my note. He held the water up over Baba Sali and read the note rather loudly into his ear. Baba Sali responded with a muffled omen, and I was urged on and out. Phew, I thought, that's it? Hours of travel, hours of waiting, and seconds of seeing a white sheet? My mind would have liked to make light of what had just happened, but my experiences over the past years of searching had taught me better. The ride back to Yushalayim was quick and chatty. No one dared to question what had occurred, but no one was amazingly impressed either. A few days later, Shmuel came running up to me. You wouldn't believe it, he exclaimed. 
I mean, if I had drank the water, having been there and all, then I could see something happening, but my son wasn't even there. Shmuel, you have to give me more information. I'm not following you, I said. All the way to Baba Sally, he continued, I thought. Am I asking right? I mean, this sounds like such a little thing, but to us it's been a major problem. Shmuel stopped and looked at me as if I could understand. Shmuel, I said in a tone one step under annoyance, he quickly continued. My son started wetting the bed, night after night, and we don't have a washing machine, so this has been a major hassle. The whole family has been bent out of shape over this, and then he drank the water from Baba Sally, and he wasn't even there. He just drank the water without knowing that it was any different from just plain tap water, and now he has stopped wetting the bed. It's a miracle. He hasn't wet the bed in three nights. My heart smiled. Of course I was happy for Shmuley's family, but I also knew that my blessing was on its way. There is one dot com.